we started with uh, visits to uh, various cities. We, we started with uh, visits to various regions, and the first one is uh, Neretva, which includes Herzegovina, as in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Uh, went to st uh, city of uh, Konitz and uh, another one that's Jablanica that's close by. Walked through the city in Konitz, talked to people in the street, uh, then sat down for coffee with uh, whoever wanted to stop by, talked about the situation in the country and in their city. After that, went to Jablanica in a hotel. We didn't have a ch chance to walk the city. It was night already, but it was a very good meeting. About 20 people were there just for coffee. Some uh, existing members, some new ones, some um, undecided voters and came down to see what we have to say. What was really good about Jablanica was that it was multi-ethnic. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was refreshing that people are getting more relaxed and not as, as afraid of quote-unquote their people or their party, the dominant party, so that they are now feeling more encouraged that they can actually talk to others. So that was really, really interesting. The next day, uh, that was Friday, on the 18th, on the 19th, went to Mostar, city of Mostar. Walked a little bit through the city. We opened a new uh, office in Mostar, uh, in a better location than the previous one. And then we had a really interesting, wonderful meeting with, uh, with our members. On that day, Um, uh, Croatian, you could call Croatian, Croat, um, the uh, political organizations in Herzegovina have this umbrella organization, HNS, uh, Croat National um, Assembly, Sabr, whatever. And that day they were debating on how to proceed proceed with negotiations with uh, the Bosnia counterparts or other parties in, in, in federation regarding the uh, changes in the election law. And that meeting was uh, in Mostar and it was interesting that they struck a defiant tone, insisting on certain kind of changes that men in Bosnia-Herzegovina don't seem to be in line with the interests of the country as a whole. Uh, they're insisting on things that will further divide the country, further limit the rights of the citizens to elect or be elected and I went with uh, people who were with us visiting Mostar from Platform for Progress, went in front of the center 
where that meeting was taking place. And we recorded uh, a minute and a half or so video condemning that kind of thinking. Not their need to meet, that's fine. Not their need to, to have a, a joint statement. But we didn't like that nationalistic approach, divisive approach to politics in Bosnia. That video became popular. I think over 100,000 people have had a chance to see it. Um, the next day, that was Sunday the 20th, went to, um, to visit a different region, the region Bosnia. And we started with a small town called Zavidovich that used to be uh, an industrial powerhouse because of the furniture industry there. And it's, it's, in, it's not doing well. A lot of people left, especially young people, to Germany and other countries in Europe. Visited with uh, a very successful businessman who uh, opened um, a golf course, uh, nine holes, and. I believe he's going to ex expand it. That includes uh, par three, par four, par five holes, and then built um, houses around. So it's like a real estate, also a real estate play. Very nice, very well done. And the local uh, committee, platform for progress uh, committee, local organization, were the ones hosting us. The, the next day, uh, I got invited to national TV, one of the national channels, uh, to talk about that video that I just mentioned. And that was really interesting. The, uh, the the important thing to notice is that we have had a, a pretty good success in the past month or so with um, with our ability to reach some media outlets, and um, it seems that the more defiant tone that we struck in the past couple of months, more aggressive tone is working out and we have a lot more attention both from the population and the media or have had in the past. So um, we also had a town hall meeting in one of the municipalities of the city of Sarajevo together with our friends from um, coalition, the country. And that municipality called New Town or Novi Grad is the most populous municipality in Bosnia and Herzegovina. They have about 100,000 people or so. The, uh, I'm looking through the through the activities every day. 
one thing that we started also is activities re uh, connected with establishing the um, what do I call it Isbornishab is the almost like uh, election committee They're the group of people that will guide all the activities regarding the election from from preparing the candidates to helping with selecting the candidates for various um, levels of government to preparing the logistics of defending your votes because of the so widespread fraud, election fraud. The uh, election boards at each voting place include members of various parties, including us. You get uh, certain places allocated to you. So there are seven to nine people, let's say, on the election board in that voting place. We can get one place. Uh, seven parties will get a place there. And then uh, we will not... So out of 2,000, how many? Well, you get 500 or so where you can place your candidates, so not candidates, your, your members, your representatives who will, who are supposed to secure the uh, legitimacy of the election process. Of course, there are a lot of ways to avoid to, sometimes they buy people off and say, okay, I know you are there, but here's a 50 km, so why don't you go ahead and have a copy while we sort out, uh, while we continue voting and so on. Uh, so we started processes regarding that and it is uh, it is very important that we have the right group of people who can guide us through the elections and uh, one thing I forgot including the the marketing campaign the PR campaign the political marketing the tech ad campaigns and everything is there on the one hand there's a political message and how to deliver the message on the other, the logistics of reaching out to the potential voters. Uh, we have continued with uh, discussions with other parties. Another line of activities was this. We reached out to three other parties who are on the democratic civic side as opposed to ethnic side. Uh, offer them to sit down and talk about future perhaps collaboration and they didn't uh, respond then we wanted to organize protests around the march 1 the day of the, the day independence day and offered to the same three parties to organize the protest together one of the three responded we had meetings and they decided that they are not interested in participating in organizing protests because they are part of the government, at least in the Canton Sarajevo. So how can they protest against themselves because they are supposed to offer solutions? But on the subsequent meeting, we talked about possible future collaboration. So we'll see where that will actually go. So.
today we actually participated in one event that was signing the declaration of the principles of future changes to the constitutions that to the constitution that put together representatives of 10 plus parties and that was um, that was organized by some civic organizations organization us organizations plural which is a good sign that there are some activities related to coordination of activities of political parties and maybe um, non-government organizations trying to do whatever they can to start helping political subjects to speak with one voice. On Sunday, the 27th, went to Priedor. Uh, Priedor was a place of atrocities, a lot of atrocities. Some people call it the genocide during the last war. Went there for the uh, central celebration of the Independence Day of Bosnia and Herzegovina for Republika Srpska. It was organized by six or so parties that are trying to have a unified uh, a coalition within Republika Srpska for the elections in 2022, and we are part of that. Went there and had a, a wonderful um, ceremony and celebration regarding the Independence Day. Uh, really well done. The next day, to 28, the coalition had two main events. This is now February 28. One in Tuzla and one in Bihać. One in the northwest part of Bosnia, Herzegovina, Bihać. That is in our region called Ura. And Tuzla is in the northern northeast part of Bosnia, Herzegovina, second largest industrial city, I would say, in, at least in Federation, possibly in Bosnia, but in Federation, Federatia. And we had um, the second event, two town hall meetings and celebrations at the same time in two cities, both of them very well uh, attended, full house in Tuzla, 200 people. Uh, we had to bring additional chairs in Bihaj, 100 people, again, full house. And um, really well attended, a lot of energy, a lot of people who believe that are getting the message of what this coalition wants to do. Really well done. The next day went to the city of uh, Visoko, where we had, again, the coalition had a, um, on March 1, the day of in the, the Independence Day, went to Visoko where we uh, had a town hall meeting and it was also well attended. The, I think about 60, 70 people, which was the capacity of that room where we were. And uh, also good thing that was that we had another joint activity of the coalition. Uh, and it seemed that we did really well when it comes to 
activities of the coalition. So what's really, in summary, what is happening now? We are starting to establish the logistics of our elections um, processes or the establishing the body that will guide or our all our election activities speaking of the platform for progress we started at the same time activities that are presenting the coalition to the citizens of Bosnia-Herzegovina through these town hall meetings. We are also establishing processes of coordinating our activities within the coalition because it's a new body being created. Parties act uh, in an established way, but now we have to coordinate. And it is important to coordinate at the level of selecting the candidates. Uh, we have to have our human resource strategy for the platform, platform for progress. But then we have to have the human resource strategy at the level of the coalition. We can select, we can suggest our candidates. Other parties will suggest their candidates. But if we are to create one list that still has to be decided, but that's the intent, then how do we pick one person over another? Also, we need to establish the communications and marketing team, and we did at the level of the coalition, but it has to be, it has to work well. It has to start community, communicating, coordinating their activities with the communication teams in each, in each party. So that's another set of problems, how to make the coalition uh, parties work seamlessly with each other. And there will be the tension because some people will see that as a threat because there are fewer places on the list if there is to be one list. Um, we are also trying to figure out how to um, position ourselves politically, um, in ideological sense, in our view of the events in Bosnia-Herzegovina in the world, how to position ourselves and distinguish ourselves from others. Uh, so creating a political message through our responses to the daily activities. I'm also thinking about economy and would like to uh, organize I have started working and organized a town hall meeting devoted just to economy. We already had a town hall meeting for the economy for the platform um, for progress regarding cancer treatment, and it was really well attended in Tuzla. Now we're going to do one in economy, perhaps in Sarajevo. Um, all of that is happening in the backdrop of the current political situation Bosnia-Herzegovina and the world. In Bosnia-Herzegovina, we have those two powerful forces that are tearing the country apart. Republika Srpska that is trying to destabilize the country by reducing, they, they simply are taking the uh, 
some authorities of the state back to the entities, including, and that's one of their goals, the army, judicial uh, responsibilities, and so on. And the ones in Herzegovina on the Croat side, they would like to, what it seems to us, establish their own entity by the pretext of establishing the fact that only Croat can Croats can vote for Croats, Croat representatives, being by definition only Bosniak for Bosniaks within the federation that basically says no, no, it's one body election, uh, electoral body, and anybody can vote for anybody else. So those are the forces tearing the country apart. The international community is basically saying, why don't you just work it out among themselves? It's hard to do that when two parties don't want to do that. They're using this. They think this is the time when they can establish either three autonomous units within Bosnia-Herzegovina with the right to secede or just to secede right away. More that is more expressed or present on the Serb side than rather than the Croat side. But whatever it is doesn't bode well for Bosnia-Herzegovina. Now we have the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, a swift response of the international community. The European Union, United States, Great Britain. And with all the tremendous uh, damage being inflicted on the cities of Ukraine, the people of the Ukraine, civilians, um, one ray of hope for Bosnian people is that the hope that the international community will see what tyrants look like and that you cannot negotiate with them, dictators, tyrants, autocrats, and you have to be firm with them, and that they, that will translate into Bosnia-Herzegovina, because Bosnia-Herzegovina is within the declared sphere of interest of Russia. Russia through Serbia, Republika Srpska would like to destabilize that the Western Balkans, prevent it from going to NATO and becoming the Western allies. They would like them to be at least neutral, if not clearly pro-Russian. And the same thing is going to be true at Montenegro. Through Western Balkans, they can get to the warm sea, Adriatic coast, Adriatic Sea, the warm sea. And so um, people are really afraid. They are looking at what is happening in, in Ukraine. And the thinking goes like this. If Putin succeeds in conquering Ukraine quickly, he will then and the international community doesn't act decisively, will turn his sight on surrounding countries like Moldova and Georgia, and by extension then Bosnia-Herzegovina. If the international community 
it gets gets organized and energetic in terms of or decisive in terms of providing the support for the Ukraine people and the sanctions are in place against Russia. Then perhaps the Putin will get a message and, and will tame his aspirations to expand the influence of Russia to Western Balkans. And we're not talking about just Western Balkans, we're talking about uh, almost like a, a buffer zone between the West and Russia that includes Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, perhaps uh, Poland and Hungary and Romania and Bulgaria and Moldova and, and Georgia and Bosnia and Serbia and Montenegro. It doesn't stop. Uh, <clears throat> The, uh, there's other fear, people are saying, if he gets stopped or slows, slowed down in Ukraine, he may want to open another front or trouble for the West. And that is afraid that they're afraid that, that can be, he can certainly encourage Mr. Dodik in, in Bosnia-Herzegovina to put his uh, police forces on the line of separation between two entities and start declaring that, hey, I'm independent and Russia just simply recognize them right away. You're independent, just like they did with uh, two regions in, in Ukraine. And then we have another problem. So people are afraid of that um, scenario. A lot of people have gone to the stores and buy, they, they bought everything from the shelves, preparing for potential shortages in the street, as I walk from the home, from from my um, apartment, condo to the to the office, it is a 15-minute walk. I'll have at least five people who stop me, including taxi drivers when I get into a taxi. And the only question is always, what do you think? Will there be a war? Um, when we travel, we go down into restaurant. The, kitchen staff and cooks will come out and say, Professor, what do you think? Will there be a war? That's the question number one on everybody's mind in, Bo mind in Bosnia. The uh, situation is uh, dire here. We are a divided country. We have three presidents, not one. Uh, decisive actions, including the use of armed, armed forces, must be done unanimously, and we have at least one person who basically doesn't want to even talk about it. So it's almost like you cannot defend yourself. Half of the country is trying to figure out how to make it uh, dysfunctional, impossible to exist. We have neighbors who are encouraging them to think like that and to act against the interest of Bosnia-Herzegovina. Armed forces that are divided divide, divided by themselves because they include Bosniaks and Croats and Serbs and those politicians have done everything in their power to remind them that they are Bosniaks and Serbs and Croats first and not Bosnians. So the, their allegiance is uh, questionable. Um, almost you're in a country that cannot defend itself except for the people rising up. And the prospect of another war is 
so uh, real in people's minds. Everybody, everybody's talking about that. Just they're glued to, to television uh, and the scenes from Ukraine, and everybody has the same reaction, just like Bosnia in '92. That's it. And I know you've got just one quick one. I could ask you a bunch of questions, but with the situation, I mean, there was talk of war before Russia invaded. Ukraine, and now you've got that on top of the internal strife. Are you going to, I would assume, you will have to discuss the situation in Ukraine now as part of the messaging for the campaign moving forward in terms of everything that's going on, not just within your country there, but the region as well. Right. Well, this is the the biggest question of can, why can't, European Union accept Bosnia Herzegovina into EU using a quick procedure, just like they did with Ukraine a few days ago. They accepted their application just like that. Plus, over 10 years they are saying, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do that, you have to do that, you have to fill out. Now there are 14 points in front of Bosnia Herzegovina. They're asking us to do, knowing that we cannot do them. We cannot satisfy those requests because half of the country, two of the three ethnic groups, are blocking every and any attempt to fulfill conditions to join the EU. They're asking us to do the following. This would be as if they went to Putin and Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, and told them, why don't you come up with it, agree on something, and then we'll support it. They will not. Putin will not. Also the NATO. Uh, so the number one political issue in Bosnia-Herzegovina, will they let us join NATO and the EU? Um, using some short, urgent procedure rather than the normal set of activities that are required and expected of countries that have their act together, where people are acting together, where people want good for the country, where people are working together to fulfill conditions. So, yes, it becomes a campaign issue. It's the number one issue in Bosnia-Herzegovina now, the status of our application to join the EU and the NATO, to prevent the scenario, Ukraine scenario.